You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, obviously, I'm an amateurish private investigator. We all know oh that. Oh, my God. This, I mean, I'm, I'm semi-pro. I would say more semi-pro on the private investigator side. On this side, I'm definitely not to that level. But I'm oh, just going to say... Oh, you're so going to embarrass I did yourself. have some training. I mean, I had some training to start off with. I, I thought about going that route for a while, and then I realized it's, it's really hard, and I would not be very good at it. And really selfless. Um, well, it's not the selfless <laughs> part. I think it's just more I put everyone around me in danger, regardless of how much I tried. It just it wasn't a, it wasn't a good. You wouldn't fit. be yeah. You wouldn't be like actually helping in this scenario. I would be more of those. You're better sitting on the sidelines <laughs> on this one. Why don't you go over there, bud? You steer the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be good at that. Hello, yeah. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today. I do want to give a big shank, a big thank you, a big. <laughs> Thank you. We're not shanking anybody on this show. That's not it's the just, good thing to do. Someone it's a, we are, it's not a thank you. It's a shank. We you. have an anti-shanking stance on Fun Employment Radio, so we, we sure are very do. much against it, unless it's deserved. Uh, but we do want to thank everybody for going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. Uh, don't threaten to murder them, Greg, when they're just trying uh, to help us out. Click on that link and you won't get shanked. <laughs> no, just, just it helps us out if you can remember to do that when you're going to do any uh, shopping. Let your friends and family know. Just go there and click on on the, the Amazon link at the top of the page. Job, I will Greg. say this. Uh, I've had a bit of a head cold over the last couple of days. I'm, I'm coming out of it. I'm a little bit foggy. So I just want to say... A little bit of a foggy noggin going on. A little bit of a foggy on. noggin, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I may mispronounce words hard sometimes. Wow, Greg. Things said he's not really right He's really not firing on all cylinders <laughs> right now. I know he's real, but he's really trying. But he's trying real hard. the important part. And that's the main thing. It is. You know? Just like I tried really hard when I was a kid. So um, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to have some special guests. We've got our buddy Ryan, the future mayor of Portland from Ninkasi Brewing. Ryan Brentley. Ryan Brentley, who's going to be joining us, uh, talking about a fantastic charity that they do. Also, just bringing up the fact that Ninkasi is part of the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. Boo, boo, boo. September 17th. September 17th. That will be at the Landmark Saloon. And so I just want to bring that up, too. But, yeah, they've got a great charity going uh, to help out firefighters. And so we're going to be talking about that. And coming in with him, apparently we've got a firefighter. And I I may get the other name incorrect. Oh, I can tell you. Ryan, just let us know. Yeah, it's a a firefighter and then someone named Tuna Can Dan. Tuna Can Dan. Only Brentley would be bringing in somebody named Tuna Can Dan. He just said that so unassumed, like like I should know exactly who he's talking about. I'm like, hey, Brentley, just wanted to check and make sure that we're still good for 1230 today. And he wrote, yep, I'm bringing a firefighter and Tuna Can Dan to talk about the Funds for Firefighters program. (laughs) I just love that. I'm like, I don't know who this is. It's Tuna Can Dan. Like, I want to find out how that happened, how Tuna Can Dan became the name and, and where this where the origin story of is. I don't know. Maybe is. it just needs to be a mystery because I did find just out never a, address it. a little bit more about Tuna Can Dan, which I think I need more coffee because Tuna Can Dan, like Brentley's one of the most, he is like very high energy, which is really fun about uh-huh. him. Like he is always just go, 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 oh, go. Yeah. But then he described Tuna Can Dan as, and I, so I wrote, all right, great. Yeah, see you then. I'm like, and um, who is Tuna Can Dan? <laughs> and then he wrote, he is a lyrical wizard. Okay. 
So Tunica, Sir Tudican Dan, Tudican Dan the is a lyrical wizard. wizard. And then I and then should just, we just never address it? Never like bring up why his name is Tunican Dan? Yeah, let's just do it. Okay, just do the interview completely straight. You, like should we just call oh, him? Yeah, oh, we've got uh, Ryan Brentley in here, and we've got so and so the firefighter, and of course Tunican Dan joining us. Uh, Are you going to call Tunican him Tuna Dan. or Tuna Can? Uh, oh, I don't know if we're on a tuna basis. Oh. Like tuna can? Do I have to call him? Like Mr. Can? Mr. Oh, and Mr. Can? Uh, could you please... Uh, can you, you know, please elaborate on yeah, that, Yeah, tell us can. about the big event coming up. Mm-hmm. And just just be like complete like NPR-style interview with it. And uh, Tuna Can Dan joining us here now to talk about the wonderful charity. Uh, Mr. Tuna Can, can you uh, tell us about that? Yeah, maybe we should do it that way. Just okay. never address it. It's real, but... <clears throat> I mean, you're kind of good because you're like kind of slow and a little loopy right now. You can just mm-hmm. be like... All right, and now we're joined by Tuna Can Dan. I've got an NPR kind of mentality going right now, where it's just, you know, nice and easy and mellow. And simple. <laughs> very straightforward, very easy to understand. Uh, Tuna Can Dan. Okay. Well, Jalen and Kasi Brewing has teamed up with a, a Bigfoot Beverages. That's who they're teamed up with. Ooh, okay, yeah. I want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, all that's coming up here in just a little bit. But since he's bringing in a firefighter... I'm kind of excited to see the firefighter. What do you mean? It's just kind of a stereotype, I know, but... Well, they got to be in good shape. I, I mean, know. I should know. You know, I went only, along because they're heroes, and you know, they they like put themselves at risk to save other people. That's just that's dreamy to begin with, and they have right. to be in you know physical shape. Well, you know, then they, this is why we need to talk about what so I kind. did. I mean, I'm just going to say somebody in this room was in the firefighter explorer scouts when they were uh, oh, in uh, middle school and maybe a freshman in high school. So uh, somebody here had some training. I was in the Firefighter Explorer Scouts. Greg, please. Do you even know what that is? I, I really don't. Okay. I would so, really like to learn about the Firefighter Explorer Scouts, though. Hey, like everything I did back then, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Also, uh, there were girls enrolled, so that's part of the reason I did that stuff. I was also in a youth was group for a while. Was there karate involved? Uh, karate I did just because I liked karate. Oh, no, I thought maybe it was like fi- like a firefighter, like karate, like, like hybrid, <laughs> like the, ninja like you, hybrid thing. Like you, yeah, you do... Uh, you sidekick your way to like put out the fire. The I put out the fires with roundhouse kicks. That'd mm-hmm. be pretty badass. Excuse me, ma'am. There's a fire. Let me put this out and then they like roundhouse kick it. How would you put out a fire by roundhouse? Because roundhouse it? kicks are so fast. They're so fast that it would like put the fire up. Welcome to the inside of Greg's sick brain. Yeah, this is what goes on. Yeah, Imagine my dreams. Is... So anyway, no, the the firefighter explorer scouts. What it was, it was. This uh, it's kind of like you know, like any kind of scout program. Only this was for firefighting in particular. So you go down to the fire station in I think it was in Independence is where this one was. And um, growing up, and you go there and they teach you how to do different things that firefighters do. Like it was actually pretty cool. Like we got to put out fires and they set actual fires and yeah, you to put them out. Oh yeah, no, they set real fires and then we have to like run and grab like a fire extinguisher and like put it out and put it out properly. And you have to be able to like wear all the gear and everything too. Isn't the gear yeah. super heavy? No, we got to wear some of the gear. Well, we didn't go. I don't think we did the full like SCBA thing. I don't think we did that. But What's SCBA, self-contained breathing apparatus. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool that you know Scuba what that is. Scuba is self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Okay, that's enough. Yes, I'm just saying. So this is why I've got a little bit of training in this. Um, but no, it was it was fun, though, because we would go down there every weekend and hang out. And like I said, yeah, there was 
there were girls involved. So girls in fire. Girls in fire. I mean, come on. What more does a fourteen-year-old want? The girls in fire. All right. So what do you think that you're going to have to talk to the firefighter about? <laughs> I have nothing. You should totally just tell him. Like, I should I start? <laughs> should I start uh, like going in as though like I'm kind of like in the same equals. field? Like, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What? Uh, I mean, I do know a lot of firefighters, but. I could be like, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, are you going to say some of my best friends are firefighters? So some of my best friends are firefighters. Who's a firefighter that I know? Uh, you know one who's a firefighter. He's not here right now. He's over in Iraq. Oh, is Jason. he a firefighter? Yeah, Jason's a fire. Well, he's a paramedic. Oh, okay. Okay, so I guess he's not. But he also had firefighter training. He's stationed at a fire. <sighs> oh, that wouldn't be. Yeah, I guess he'd be more of a paramedic than he would be. A... Yeah, since he is a you know paramedic. But he goes to fires. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, maybe. So none my, of your my fr- friend's <laughs> husband is a firefighter. <laughs> so none of your I don't know are him that well, but I met him before. He's a firefighter. There's a girl I went to high school with. He's a firefighter. Oh yeah, I know plenty. Anyway, so yeah, I could be like, yeah, you know, I mean, putting out fires, right, man? You know, I remember uh, our friend uh, Summer's dad. He there was the go. head fire chief. Yeah, yeah, for in uh, Philomath or wherever. I don't know if this is a good thing to like name drop though, where I'm. Or, or, like, try to drop it as though I'm, I'm really, really familiar. I mean, with I absolutely it. don't think that you should compare you being in, like, Junior Explorers Firefighter Camp to this guy actually risking his life to save people. I mean, you know, perhaps you're correct on that. Maybe. It might be a little correct. Uh, it's being noted in chat. Uh, Killian is asking, does this make me one, one quarter firefighter? I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say I'm one quarter. I would say I know how to use an extinguisher. And that's, uh, you know, the first battle, right? I wonder if there is a height requirement. Someone is asking. What, to be a fire? No, you need short people as firefighters, too. Height. Short people have to get in there oh my in God. some of the I, smaller places. I typed places. in height, R-E, and the first thing that pops up is height requirements for firefighters. Uh, you know why that the is. The second one is height requirements for Disney World. That's because your computer's listening to you. That's why that is. Conspiracy theory. That anyway. is not listening to me. Uh, I'm just saying. So what? what is the height requirement? All right, I'm Surely they allow right short people in there. Like, I wasn't told I, I couldn't be one. Well, I mean, were you told you could be one? Uh, I don't think we made it that far. Yeah. Mm. I didn't go far enough in the training for that. All right. It doesn't say, but it does also, say that more firefighters... I mean, people are less likely to be like enthused about someone rescuing them if they're smaller. That is not say that. I mean... Like, who's going to... That's what Less I'm likely to be enthused. Like, oh, never mind. <laughs> not worth it. I'll just it. stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting somebody a bit taller. Uh, go ahead. Um, this doesn't work. All right, so the standards are different in each fire department in each state and city. <laughs> Less enthused. Okay. All right, so the general standard is you must be the, between the ages of 18 and 29, although some fire departments extend the maximum age requirement past the age of 30. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble um, there. All right, you're in trouble there. Uh, extremely rigorous fit, physical fitness test, uh, written exam, if you pass, you can get into a program. It doesn't say anything about the about the height, but I'm sure it's like unspoken. What, an unspoken rule? Nobody wants to be with the little like, oh, great, I'm with the little guy. So you're talking about running heightists. into a birding building. The, you want to be with the, the little guy can crawl under things. Oh, here, let me just tell you this. The little guy is able to crawl under, like, you know, if like a beam is just down. Just like, p- crawl under doesn't mean you could do like, successfully pull somebody out. Yeah, it could. I'm does, just because I'm short doesn't mean I'm not strong. I mean, I could totally carry somebody out. You know, it's kind of like, like Ant-Man. Ant-Man's really small, and Ant-Man can carry a lot of weight. So, I mean, I'm, that's kind of, kind of like what I am. I think I would do do fine at it. I mean, I'm not going to claim, no, I wouldn't. I'd be terrible at it. I'm going to be honest. I w- it probably would be the situation where I would put other people in danger. I'd be better off, you know, um, let's see. Yeah, either turning, now turning the back, actually, that's probably pretty hard. Uh, I could do a good dispatch. I'd be a real good dispatcher. Okay. Get all the facts down. 
That's about where well, it so is. You, you firefighters, doing firefighters work hard. Yeah. Firefighting is a very difficult job. Um, so you'd be good yeah, at, I would at broadcasting. Be. I would be good at broadcasting. Yes, exactly. That's it. I'm shocked. I would, I would do a very good job at that. Okay. I could do a good job at that. Uh, otherwise, I would leave the firefighting to the professionals, which is why mm-hmm. they're going to be coming in here to talk about that. So I probably won't uh, talk to him about my fire extinguisher. Oh, we're skills. absolutely bringing that up. No, we are not. Do not bring that up. That was is it, so you were a junior explorer. I was a fire- junior for firefighter explorer scout. Excuse me, until the girl left, and then I kind of left at you. Um, to have a real dedication. <laughs> real wow, dedication. Greg. I know. Yeah. No, this is sounding terrible. We are not going to tell. It really him this. does sound terrible. It sounds awful. No, like, I mean, I thought about maybe potentially saving people's lives, but then the girl left, so I left. <laughs> I know. I just knew I wouldn't. I'm not. My skill set is not pushed towards that. Um, so I just would not, I would not end up being good. I mean, you you got to be a real badass to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's if, you're, if that's what you're going to do. And, um, you know, I'm uh, comfortable to admit I'm, uh, my skills are in a different area. They are not in the firefighting area. I okay. would not do well at them. Okay. Okay. So between the, the hot firefighter and I don't know, actually I have no idea. The hot, fire, the hot firefighter could be a hot lady firefighter. I have no idea. Actually, it could Or be. a hot man firefighter. Do not know. There are some hot lady firefighters. I'll just say that. Okay. Now, see, when I say it, it sounds See, fine. how is, it, how is it, that it less creepy. creepy? Because you're the one that like stalked that girl to firefighter camp and then when she left, you the ended up ditching it. Okay. I did not stalk the girl it to firefighter camp. It sounds like stalking camp. if you didn't fl- like finish firefighter camp because she decided not to do it anymore. Well, that wasn't the only reason I decided not to do it anymore. It was a motivating factor, maybe, in the grand scheme oh of things. God. I don't know why this is so creepy. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, what what makes it creepy? It's the same reason I joined the youth group, and then I decided I didn't like that either. It's like, yeah, I can tolerate a little bit of this. Nope, I'm out. I'm going to stop talking now. Stop making me talk. My, You know I have a – my brain's not firing on all cylinders. I'm exposing too much. All right. Let's uh, – why don't we do a little bit of World of Crazy? I have a couple stories. Okay. We let's do a little bit of – you want to keep it clean today, right? We want to keep it clean. Okay. Because yes. I have a really good one, but I'll save it for tomorrow. Okay. We've got more tomorrow, too. <laughs> <laughs> Plus a story that we're also saving for tomorrow because Greg wanted me not to put – No. Let's, let's talk about that tomorrow. We'll do that. we got plenty of stuff that we're going to bring up tomorrow. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Got a couple stories for you. I just remembered that I saw another one, too, that I was going to grab. Because, Greg, isn't it exciting to hear me look for things? And Yeah. It sure is, Sarah. In real time? Yes, absolutely. Yes, it's very exciting. Okay, it's the magic of podcasting. All right. Well, first up... <clears throat> Well, I guess they're already Halloween stories because Halloween is like uh, almost a little over no, two months away. No, it's too far away. You can't start talking about Halloween yet. Well, they already are. Have you seen that they're like already um, like Value Village and oh, I guess Value Village doesn't exist anymore. Goodwill already has like all of their costume stuff out. Value Village doesn't exist anymore? I'm pretty sure like half of them have closed. Oh, wow. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I know the one in Bremerton closed down. I know that uh, most of them in the Portland area closed down. I think there's one, if if at all. One left in Portland. Okay. Okay. But anyway, Halloween stuff is out. And uh, so people are now starting to think about applying for haunted house jobs. Oh. And a man. You know, I've never really done that, I don't think. No, I did it once in college. That was was it. What? uh, In a haunted house? Yeah, we had, uh, when I went to Oregon State, I stayed in this dorm. uh, The dorm was called Sackett. 
And underneath, so there were four separate buildings, but underneath there were what's called the catacombs that connected all of them. These really creepy underground tunnels. And um, it's where Ted Bundy, uh, one of his victims was was from Sackett Hall, like back in like the 70s or whenever he did Ew. that. Oh, yeah, I know. So it's already creepy as hell. And uh, they would turn it into a haunted house. Over, uh, over, kind of over Halloween, so they let people come down there. Ew, I mean, creepy. it was it was really creepy. It was unnerving to use those hallways on your own at night because there'd be nobody down there, and only about half the lights would be on. Mm. It looks like something from a horror movie. Oh, like it's creepy as hell. Well, speaking of horror movies and um, and haunted houses, I just watched this movie which I'd never heard of before. I think it was on uh, Amazon, which of course you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. It's a movie about this uh, group of friends that start their own haunted house. It's called Hell House LLC. Hell House LLC. Hell House LLC. Oh, it's right. a really silly name, but it's basically these uh, kids from New York who uh, moved to upstate New York and basically buy this old hotel and they turn it into like a, a haunted house kind of experience thing, but all this weird shit starts happening. It is a. I love me a good horror movie. It is a pretty damn decent horror movie. I was okay. legitimately scared. Haunted at, at House LLC. No, it's called Hell House Hell LLC. House, excuse me, LLC. So it's these people putting all the stuff together, and then you know things aren't what they seem. And it has some genuinely scary moments in it. So anyway, Ugh. yeah, if you want to watch a good, and also the houses October built is a really good one as well. Okay. All right. Anyway, so this guy is applying for awesome. All right, Brentley's in the green room. Um, this guy is applying for a job at a California haunted house for Halloween, and he decided that he wanted to get one foot up on the competition. By showing them that he could eat live black widow spiders. Oh. I don't know how he does this. So uh, his name's Daniel Roberts, and he was attending a hiring event for Hobbs Grove Annual Haunted uh, Halloween Celebrations. So I guess they're casting for this already and brought along some live black widow spiders to show up how creepy he could be. Roberts showed how he allowed the spiders to crawl on his face and inside of his mouth. Wait, how is that a? how is that going to help you get hired? Uh, that you're bringing guess, black widow spiders into an audition, so you let one of them loose, and that you've just exposed everybody to a black widow spider. That's true. To be running around in the yeah, no, I don't know for sure, but he was he was wowing them with his feet of being able to eat spiders that are crawling on his face. Which does that? Check it out. Here's a cobra, and they throw it <laughs> down to the ground. Like, I bet chicks love this. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't understand the. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand the appeal either. Uh, so Robert says he's been bitten by the spiders twice and carries special pills with him he takes in case he's subjected to the venom he while just doing wa- his tricks. This guy just walks around with bags of Black Widow spiders? <laughs> just puts them on his don't face. Don't worry, I got pills them. for myself. <laughs> I got my special... No, it says special pills. Oh. And he said, uh, when asked why uh, he performs such an unusual trick, he just simply says, because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's the weird kid that would like, um, you know, like eat bugs on the playground for a nickel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We have one of those. All right. And I do want to do this story um, real quick and we'll uh, bring the firefighter Tuna Can Dan and Brentley in. <laughs> <laughs> Play it straight. Hello, Tuna Can Dan. Tuna Can <laughs> Okay. Finally, the story made me laugh. This is from a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't been able to get to it until now. All right. Of course, we all know the eclipse happened a couple weeks ago. Yes. The eclipse, it was a magical, wonderful day. It was. Um, however, some people weren't quite equipped to stare at the eclipse. They decided to take some unusual methods uh, to try to be able to stare at the sun without eclipse glasses, including mostly people in California. Now, several people in California were reportedly treated by ophthalmologists after attempting to view the eclipse by putting sunscreen directly onto their eyeballs. No. Yes. 
People were putting sunscreen on their eyeballs. That can't be real. It is real. Oh I've, I've been God. waiting, so I've been checking just to make sure, because the story was from a week and a half ago or so. So this was reported last Tuesday on eclipse-related eye injuries. Northern California TV station KRCR reported that a nurse practitioner in Redding, California, said uh, she had multiple, multiple people come into her clinic on Monday after applying sunscreen to their eyes in an attempt to safely watch the eclipse without uh, eclipse glasses. Wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah. The that patients, is a special kind of dumb. Patients I put mean, sunscreen that's... on their eyeballs and said that they were having pain, so they had to get referred to ophthalmologists because, you know, they're putting sunscreen on their eyes, which is like the number one rule of sunscreen is to not get it in your eyes. That's like, um, who's that rapper? I remember seeing this that was posting about, how, yeah, I'm not, I don't believe in that. Like, I can stare at it. So what? What I think he was posting something about. I remember. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find his name. Yeah, I, I totally um, saw that one. He's like, yeah. What do you think? Do dogs go blind? It's like, yeah, well, hey, dogs been... aren't staring at the sun, <laughs> idiot. Um, no, because dogs was, are smarter. He was than saying that. that people have been like staring, you know, seeing eclipses for years, and they didn't have those glasses. Oh my god, this is just so special, kind of stupid. So he did Such that. Such a special kind of stupid. So he was bragging about looking Joey at the- Badass. That's his name. Okay, yeah, because yeah. he was bragging about looking at the sun, and then he unexpectedly had to cancel his next four tour dates. And didn't give any explanation why, so people were speculating, oh, it's because he, he ruined his eyes. Uh, so after the eclipse, so yeah, so sunscreen on their eyeballs. After the eclipse, Google searches for my eyes hurt and eyes <laughs> hurt eclipse increased, according to CNN. Uh, so totality, when the moon is, uh, of course, completely blocking the sun, is the only time to look directly up at the sky and at the sun because it is totally blocked. All right. And also never put sunscreen on your eyeballs. Tip for me to you. That's your world of crazy. Oh, that's a lot of crazy. That is a lot of. All right, let's go ahead and take a break as we get our guests in here. And no, um, kind of creepy because we've been talking about the hot firefighter. You don't even you don't even know I who don't it even is. Know what they look like I know. It's like, hey, Ryan, firefighter in Tunic and Dan. How are you doing? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in a bit with more Jesus Fun Employment Christ. Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. We are back. Here on Fun Employment Radio. We sound so echoey. I know. I'm just trying to fix that right now. Oh, there okay. we go. There it is. Okay, got a little squared away there. There's the ticket. I know. I think I'm just nervous because actually now I don't know whether I'm supposed to say tuna can or Dan, and now I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit kind of worked up about it. So <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> 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 All right. Joining us now, why don't I go in the middle first? Uh, ladies and gentlemen of Fun Employment Radio, you know him. He's the future mayor of Portland. <laughs> it is Ryan Brentley. Hello, Ryan. Hello, 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 friends. How's it going? Thanks for having me on again uh, on the show. Okay. Absolutely. We're always delighted to have you on. Oh, on shucks. Now. I don't get to see you guys enough, uh, you know, around town. And then you, you call me and ask me to come participate in another one of these fantastic hours of buffoonery. I always just like to see what you're wearing and what your facial hair looks like. Oh, gosh. That's like true. Yeah. I think the last time I saw you, you had the mustache still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the mustache. You know, it. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, a little bit stubbly as far as growth on the facial hair is concerned <laughs> today, but, you know, it comes and goes and ebbs and flows. Yeah. So, so when you the, do ultimately run for mayor, what kind of facial hair do you think is going to be, uh, like, when you're on your platform? Are you going to have the mustache? Oh, I'm, that's a you know, solid well, question. Well, you know, actually, uh, my facial hair um, essentially uh, moves with the tides of the season. So <laughs> I think uh, thus will still happen as I get older and once I'm mayor. So essentially starting the beginning of October, uh, I don't shave all winter. And then it gets a little too hot in the springtime, and I have a, a you know a beard freak out, mm-hmm. uh-huh. shaving just the sweet uh, mustache. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And uh, and then once the mustache gets so long that it starts getting into my food while I'm eating. Oh yeah. 
That's yeah, then that's time to cut it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, nobody time. wants to see someone carrying remnants of their lunch on their face. No, no. no. Although it is convenient when the hairs are long enough, I can also floss. Oh, oh a bit of a flavor saver. A little bit, you know. A little oh, bit. Oh, don't ever say flavor saver. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, all right. And next to you, we do have. Danny. I didn't introduce himself as this, but I have to say it because we've, we've already talked about it. It's Tuna Can Dan. So is it Danny? Or- and we were going to say, we were going to ask, like, we weren't going to ask you why, but now, clearly, since you're not Tuna Can Dan, why would he call you a, that? I just don't think it's an appropriate thing to say on the radio. <laughs> I think I'll leave it at that. Should um, I go back? Because I did, we did say Tuna Can Dan in the earlier parts of the show. I can go back and bleep that and make it sound really <laughs> bad. Like every time we say it. Like, <laughs> like we could, <laughs> Dan. It just, well, it just Rolls off the tongue so well, as they said. So, yeah, I know uh, I'm Danny McGibbon. Um, I uh, work for Melitis Beverage. I'm a sales representative, and I uh, work with Ninkasi a lot, and I'm really excited about this event we're going to be doing here. But, yeah, Tuna Can Dan is my uh, nickname for for our uh, APA Pool League oh, okay. that we do. Uh, we had to come up with something fun, and I thought that uh, it throws people's game off whenever I have to explain to them what, why I'm tuna can Because I will have to say, like, you're... And I don't eat a lot of fish. Because <laughs> your temperament is so calm. But I swear, this is... Brentley was... Uh, Brentley described you as, he, it's tuna can Dan, he's a lyrical wizard. And I'm like, oh, boy. Who is this person going to be? Oh. I'm like, I need more copy of a lyrical wizard named tuna can Dan. This literally has to be the running Mate when we run for mayor of Portland as well. Like, I think I was referring to his, his wizened locks and his uh, ample beard. Yeah, he does have a good head of hair on him. Yeah, yeah that was the first thing you said when he walked in. He that could go either way. It could either be creepy or a compliment. I hope Depending it wasn't I, creepy. I'll take, I don't know. I'll take it as a compliment. Okay, good. I've been working good. hard. I've been working hard on this thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's also a tuna can dam, by the way, uh, that lives in Fort Myers, Florida. What, Hello. somebody else has the name? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't I don't like the you way don't, he looks. You don't look like him. <laughs> he looks kind of murdery. <laughs> and he also Not only, to be confused with the Fort Myers. <laughs> and for some reason, all of his friends are only like ladies with weird names <laughs> that have um, large personalities. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of those. Okay. Yeah, there is just the one. <laughs> right. Well, we're, we're here talking about what uh, the big event that you guys are doing for all of September, which is Funds for Firefighters. And are we gonna, oh, we're going to... And that's... Well, that's kind of leading into it there, okay, Sarah. We do have a firefighter with us. Uh, Andrew? Yeah. Hello. Yes. Andrew Hello. or Drew? Do you go by which one? Drew mostly. Yeah. Drew, Drew mostly. mostly. Okay, yeah. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Um, hello, sir. Hello. I thought you were going to forget about me. So. Oh, no. No, no, no. I, I thought he was. sit here quietly <laughs> oh, no. the whole time and be I out. thought he was, too. I'm just like, no. <laughs> I knew that you wouldn't. I should know you were doing the lead-in. I was doing the lead-in. But, yes, uh-huh. so um, thanks for joining us. Uh, so where where are you a firefighter at right now? Uh, for the city of Portland. City uh, Portland. Station 7. Nice. Yeah. Where is Station 7 located? It's uh, East County, so 122nd uh, between Stark and Division. Oh, Dang, okay. so you must be super busy. Yeah, we're pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. I used to work near 122nd and Stark, and there was a lot of uh, different kinds of action out there. Lots, lots of, of action. Lots of interesting people. <laughs> yeah. Lots of interesting calls. Yeah. Especially, yeah, that corner of 20, 122nd and Stark gets yeah, a, little, brutal. a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been a firefighter? Uh, seven years. Seven yeah, years, wow! The city, yeah, nice. And uh, before that, what did you do? Oh, uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I started out as, um, you know, I actually did a little bit of beer distributing myself. I oh wow! Just, I was a um, merchandiser, so not 
not this official as these guys. Uh, <laughs> I did fishing in Alaska. I worked on airplanes as a mechanic. Wow. Dang. I was a ER tech for a while. I did okay. a bunch of different So you're all around badass. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because yeah. what we were talking about was, you know, earlier, like, to become a firefighter, I'm like, you, you have to be a badass. That's a certain kind of mentality right? that I don't have. Tell Drew. <laughs> that I was in the Firefighter Explorer Scouts when I was in middle school. <laughs> oh, nice. I, was, yeah, I have to do the nerd voice when I do it. Um, so <laughs> he was very excited about that. He's like, hey. I didn't last very long. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be good at this. I need more of a hindrance. <laughs> His exact words were There was a girl I thought was cute That was in it So I stayed in there Until she left And then I left No, it was, that. that makes sense It was it was fun But yeah I'm like I'm not going to be good enough For this thing But uh, that's impressive Like all of the stuff That you've been doing Before that even Leading into it So Thank you were you, yeah. You're already living The badass lifestyle I wouldn't I wouldn't say that <laughs> No I would No I would <laughs> Alright so how So you three You're going about town Talking about uh, Funds for firefighters Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, this, um, so this is our third year of doing this program to where uh, every single keg of Ninkasi that um, is uh, purchased at uh, all of your local bars and restaurants, Ninkasi Brewing Company, along with our partners, um, Melitis Beverage, we're donating $5 to uh, Local 43 uh, Portland Firefighter uh, Union, their charitable efforts, um, of which... Uh, Drew, would you like to tell us uh, what one of those main efforts are? <laughs> yeah, sure. So for this year? Um, uh, we have a charitable fund um, that you know the organizations, organizations like this like to put money into, and that uh, we we put towards all sorts of different um, uses. Uh, one of the main ones that we like to do is uh, coats for kids, so uh, Operation Warm, um, and we. Uh, buy Made in America coats and mm. give it to kids that uh, can't afford to have warm coats. Uh, we, wow. And we've also, last year I think we did some gloves, not a lot, yeah. um, but this year we're trying to do more, and then uh, also including hats. So, you know, the winters around here are getting worse and worse. They like really last, are, yeah. last winter was terrible. Yeah, that um, was And awful. so this is going to be great for, for uh, a lot of kids. Um, you know, and these kids, even the ones that we gave coats to two, three years ago, they're outgrown, so they yeah. got, we got to give them more, mm-hmm. you know? because you know situations aren't getting better so what a great cause mm-hmm. i mean that's fantastic um, yeah, and, and you get to drink delicious beer while helping yeah. people, so that's good. Speaking well, of delicious beer, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I do see uh, Brentley does have some cups in front of him oh. and some beer. I will say I did my um, – I floated uh, Barton to Carver for the oh. first time yesterday. Very nice. Might have had some delicious Pacific rain. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. my plan is uh, – our – our plan it's is working. So, how can people? So, um, you know, so there's a donation from the kegs purchased, and people can purchase like individual, um, like Ninkasi beverages to help support this cause. Well, I mean, every single bar and restaurant that you, around town that you see has Ninkasi on draft. Of course, with every pint that's purchased, you're going to be, you know, contributing, contributing because you're going to be helping empty that keg so mm-hmm. that you know that you know bar, restaurant, pub can order you know, more beer in to help out. But um, there is uh, a handful of different um, events that we are doing. Oh, tell us! Um, so not only are we helping support uh, Local 43 Portland um, Firefighters Union, but we're also helping out with uh, Salem uh, Local 314 as well as Vancouver Local 452. Um, So a few events that we have planned um, up in Vancouver this Friday, September 1st from 5 to 8 p.m. at Shanahan's in Vancouver. We're doing a kickoff party with uh, Local 452 up there. 
Um, let's see here. I also have uh, September 6th at the uh, the PSU uh, Pizza Schmitza. Oh, delicious. Off, that's right. Kickoff mm-hmm. party over there, um, 5 to 7. And, uh, gosh, we've got a handful of others, so a little bit further south. Even uh, all of our friends in Malala, we're doing a... Uh, uh, funds for firefighters tap takeover and a pints for a cause where every pint of beer that is purchased in Kasi is going to donate an additional dollar to help out with the uh, the Malala Fire Department. Um, and same, uh, another funds for firefighters slash pints for a cause event is uh, also going to be held at um, the Gallon House in Silverton, Oregon. Uh, helping out the Silverton Volunteer Fire Department. That's so, cool. So you're not just uh, you know helping out one fire department. You're kind of bouncing around. You know, and yeah, and uh, one of the really awesome things about this program that we did start uh, three years ago is that um, it had just such an amazing Thank resonance you. with every single community, uh, with, with this community, that... Um, we wanted to start spreading the, the love around. So we've also done this program in, in Roseburg, uh, in Bend, Oregon. Um, let's see here. I think it's at Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And we're uh, putting some other programs together in other areas of Ninkasi's footprint to help out other firefighter unions across the United States. So. It's an, uh, it's an awesome thing that all started here. This is so cool, and this is all happening throughout the entire month of September. All The entire month of September. Very the entire cool. month of September. So we were uh, we were just up at uh, a good friend of our place, uh, Roscoe's. So the week of the September 10th, he's going to be doing a five-alarm jambalaya special that uh, <laughs> every order of jambalaya that is... Uh, ordered he's going to be donating two dollars to the funds for firefighters effort and then uh an event he's holding on the 15th um he's donating a dollar for every pint that uh is sold so he's roscoe's is helping out as well which I is like pretty roscoe's. awesome yeah Me roscoe's too. is great yeah. uh, no. <laughs> it's kind of a fun little area too because he can bounce around to a different place uh, like a couple different places you want to go do some sushi next door oh go there you sushi go next some sushi uh, this is no. such an awesome cause funds for firefighters i do want to say um really quick we just had somebody Post in the live chat a picture of Kit Harrington tricking a Nikasi. John Snow <laughs> drank Nikasi. It's true. It's true. Or is that a wait? Oh, oh. sorry. Almost. Uh, whew, almost uh, dropped the spoiler oh, there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I should yeah, know yeah. by this point, but yeah. I not know what everybody. You're no, That's not everybody. Right here. He's any, on. I, he's on episode one of season oh, seven. Drew yeah. next uh, the firefighter. Well, like, hold uh, up. Don't be saying anything. We know nothing. So, uh, but John Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that That's was uh, a good cool. picture was taken down in Los Angeles at a, a vegan restaurant down there, and Minkasi beer is technically vegan, which is awesome. And uh, so yeah, had some Triceratops double IPA. Um, that's really yeah, freaking John cool. Snow to the dome. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Greg, see you. Greg is dressed as John Snow before for Halloween. For Halloween yeah. <laughs> he, did a, he did a real good jo- John did. Snow. So if you ever need someone to recreate it, I'm sure he'd be happy to be drinking. To recreate you know. John Snow drinking, yeah, drinking, drinking yeah, if you need coffee in the full outfit. The actual picture of John Snow <laughs> drinking. The you coffee. can't get like legal rights for that one. He can do like the poor man's version. Of it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm John Snow just chugging <laughs> him down. Um, yeah. <laughs> But this is such a great cause. And where can people go to find out more about, like, all these events that you just talked about? Like, what's um, well, the best actually, way? Uh, keep, keep an eye out. Um, I'm actually finishing up uh, all the different events, shooting an email out. Uh, but 
if you keep an eye on uh, NinkasiBrewing.com, as well as our Facebook page, mm. um, and if you follow our Twitter handle, any of that jazz, uh, keep an eye out, and we'll be constantly letting folks know where they need to go to help out the local area firefighters. Yeah. Nice. I do need yeah. to ask, why aren't you wearing your future mayor of Portland medal today? Oh, oh my. I feel like you look kind of naked my with that. Bl- my, oh, yeah. Oh, my, yeah. my medallion. Your medallion. <laughs> I know. I Well, you know, I'm kind of, I'm saving it for, uh, you know. I don't know, probably just some other event down the line. For the oh, Brewers' that, Cup? Yeah, maybe for the Brewers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Brewers' Cup is coming up. Mm-hmm, yeah, the 17th. The 17th. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. Uh, gosh, we made it to the final round, and then we... Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't quite make it. You you did really well though. I know. Yeah, this year it's going to be a, it's a few more uh, breweries this year too, so it's going to be pretty fun. Well, and I haven't actually talked to some of the other guys that uh, some of the actual actual um, cornhole champions that mm-hmm. hang out at the landmark to see mm-hmm. if they'd like to join my team. I'd like to uh, kind of just roll uh, up my own sleeves and, and see what uh, my squad can muster on our own without having to call in some ringers, you know? <laughs> you could do it. But if you need help with some ringers, you let us know. Oh, I know. Yeah. You guys are a couple ringers we got for you. sure. We know some yeah, people. Yeah, has, anybody, has, has anybody ever tried to source you two for their squad? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. We can't, though. Oh. Yes, it's pretty busy like hosting it. Well, because it sounded like to me you were just trying to offer up your service. I know. I well, because I kind <laughs> of want to play the it, but we can't do it. My feet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right, well, go to NinkasiBrewing.com. Check out all uh, everything that's going on. Yeah, and Drew and Danny, thank you so much for coming in. This is, uh, this sure, is awesome. Thanks for having mm-hmm. us. Yeah, absolutely. Fun for firefighters. All right, Ryan. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Oh, oh, well, oh, 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 oh. Oh. <laughs> I think there's still Cheers, some left. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back oh, in a bit thank you. with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are back. <laughs> I was apologizing to Drew, the firefighter. I'm like, they were like, oh, we can't wait to hear the rest of it. I'm like, I'm really sorry in advance for being creepy and calling you hot firefighter. He's like, oh, it must be disappointing because I'm because I'm not hot. I'm like, he was hot. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Drew, you're good looking. You know that. <laughs> yes, they're all great. Yeah, they are awesome. Ninkasi, uh, ninkasibrewing.com. So go there and check everything out. Um, all right, we've got a little bit of time left. Should I do? I've got one story in Ball Talk that's almost inspirational, although maybe a crime uh, that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, I'm just going to do this since we haven't done Ball Talk for a little while. Um, of course, the big Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight was over this last weekend. Floyd Mayweather beating Conor McGregor round 10. I think it was round 10 or round 9. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, uh, Floyd Mayweather won. Blah, blah, blah. Fight happened. Yes, he did. I mean, it was an entertaining fight. I'll give it that. It was fun to watch. I mean, I mean, I don't, I still, Conor McGregor had no chance. He looked kind of good in the first three rounds, but that's also what Floyd Mayweather does. He just mm-hmm. lets people. Punch and punch and punch until they get tired. Well, I had and nothing he, else to compare it then to. Then he beats them. Except for like that Ronda Rousey fight. I don't watch fights. Well, that's that. UFC. Yeah, see, and I don't know the difference. Like that only lasted like 10 seconds. And I'm like, okay, that's well, what that fight is like. I thought it was going to be really short, this last one. UFC is where they grapple, they use any kind, they can do anything. Boxing, you just punch. That's it. And there's rules. You have to punch above the waist and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Floyd Mayweather won. But uh, the more <laughs> the thing I want to talk about. Is this guy named Oliver Regis? Oliver Regis um, got a ticket to the game, or to the game, to the match, to the boxing match, which was expensive. It was a twenty five hundred dollar ticket. 
um, that he had purchased quite a while ago. But he's 32 years old. He lives in Stamford. Um, I don't know if that's Connecticut or in England. This is on an English site. But either way, he's a bar manager. And he had this plan the entire time. He bought that ticket like this was his big thing he was going to do. And uh, he said he had planned to try to figure out how to get down to the bottom because he was at the very top. Mm-hmm. And so he did it. He snuck into snuck down to ringside by pretending to be part of Floyd Mayweather's security team. <laughs> so he worked his way down and to where, you know, it's just surrounded by celebrities. It's all celebrities at the bottom. It's 45,000 pounds per ticket down there. I mean, that's insane. So basically like $80,000 for a ticket. Okay. And he worked his way down there claiming to be part of Floyd Mayweather's uh, security team and ended up taking pictures of himself with all of these celebrities, with Mike Tyson, with LeBron James and his wife, and with, uh, what's his name, Thor. Uh, What's that guy's name? Oh, I don't know, hot blonde guy? That guy, Thor. Um, And Jamie Foxx, and all these these different celebrities that were down there, and all claiming that he was part of Floyd Mayweather's, Mayweather's security team, which he's very lucky his actual security team didn't find out about this. Yeah. Because I'm sure I'm that would sure not that have would... ended up well for him. Yeah. I can't imagine that's a friendly group. Chris Hemsworth. Thank you. That's who I, that's who I was trying to think of. Thor. Um, and he ended up sitting in the third row watching the entire match as he as he made his way down. Oh, the closest I ever got to doing something like that was sneaking down for a Neil Diamond concert like 10 years ago. <laughs> With Tuggy. I mean, that's exciting. No, Tuggy and I totally snuck down, almost like we snuck down to the floor, and everybody else that we were with um, got kicked out because they were making a big deal. Like, they were just, like, all, like, hooting and hollering, and, like, we yeah. just sat there and didn't do a thing. <laughs> and so they got kicked out, and they were kind of looking at us, like, what are you guys doing? Why aren't you coming? And Tuggy and I were just looking straight ahead, like, nope. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> we made it all the way down here and didn't get caught. I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, there was also another guy. Who did this? And if you if you did watch the boxing match, you may remember at the very beginning when when Conor McGregor went into the ring, they showed the crowd and they showed this group of like four or five Irish guys all holding the Irish flag, like cheering right by the uh, right down front. I mean, or pretty close to the front. They got actual TV coverage of these of these guys. And turns out one of those guys, at least, was not supposed to be there. His name was Brian Grace. He was an Irish guy, and he snuck into snuck in there. By pretending to be part of Conor McGregor's family. Wow, yeah, so somebody pretended to be the security team. Somebody For else Floyd Mayweather, somebody <laughs> pretended to be part of Conor McGregor's family. And I guess because he had the Irish accent, they just let him do it. Um, so he said it went unnoticed by metal detectors and sniffer dogs. Passed by two sniffer secu- dogs. Sniffer dogs. This is the, sniffer dogs. This is the British side. And when and passed the sniffer, sniffer dogs. dogs. Um, yeah, he said that uh, two of his friends had tickets. Uh, but he thought he'd just try his luck and see if he could get in. So he hung around for a bit, and he said he noticed that Connor's family, not his close family, maybe his extended family, like his cousins or something, according to him, turned up. He said he was well-dressed, so he just walked in with them. Like, just, wow. just walked along with them and went on in and, uh, and got in via that and then uh, worked his way down to where his buddies were and just hung out with them. And they, uh, yeah, they found, let's see, three empty front-row seats which fans told them were 80 grand a piece. So he, he made it down there, too. He was right by the other guy. Oh, wow. All of them it is amazing. making their way like, in. If you put some effort into it, it is pretty easy sometimes to trick people. Yeah. I've done it a lot. Dude, I mean, he even <laughs> ended up getting got getting a picture with Conor McGregor at one point after the fight <laughs> when he was walking around in his weird suit. And, uh, oh, crap, yeah, he got a picture with a lot of the same people that the other guy did. That's funny. So anyway, a couple of people snuck their way into the event. Just by, yeah. Edward says, wow, Vegas security has gone to shit. Seriously. Two people, somebody's probably gotten fired for this. 
I'm going to guess, or is, uh, has, has been reprimanded for allowing that to happen. But nonetheless, these two guys found a way to work the system. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, I mean, if they weren't being used, you're not really taking anything away from anybody. No, you didn't take anything. It's more the fact that they got past security like that. That nobody caught them. Yeah. That's more, I think, the issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Well, Worked for them. Easy. Yep. So good for him. Um, all right. I think that's probably... Greg, you did a really good job. Today. I know you haven't been feeling well. and you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sick anymore. My head's just cloudy. And I don't know whether it's because of all the smoke in the air or what's going on. Man, it was... There's so- a... For anybody, yeah, outside of Portland, there's so much... Um, it's a little bit better today, but there's so much forest fire it smoke It is so here. hazy. When I was on the river yesterday, that it was just haze all around. Yeah. It was so weird because of the sun. It wasn't cloudy. It was a clear clear day except for all of the smoke haze and the, and the sun was behind it. So it was like glowing this creepy orange color Yeah, as we're floating down the river because it's still really hot, but it's like kind of, it almost looked like eclipse light yeah. out there because it was like kind of an orange tint. It was really odd. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys at Digital Trends today showed me a, a picture one of his buddies sent from Bend, Oregon, and it's like a thousand times worse than here. I don't even know how they can breathe or walk outside. Yeah. Like it's just solid smoke everywhere. So yeah, it's pretty bad here. But I do want to also give a shout out to uh, just just say you know we're thinking about you, everybody down in Houston in the Houston area. And I know we have a lot of listeners down there, and uh, you know we make this show as a distraction for everything. But I know there's a there's a yeah, lot of stuff. Yeah, that doesn't mean we don't know what's there. going on in the world. And yeah, please stay safe. And yeah, send us an email if there's something you know we can do to help you out, or I don't, I don't know what we or could something that we can do, maybe say to get out to people if you need any. Like anything yeah, that we could do whatever, I, I, whatever it is um, Yeah, definitely let us know And so yeah. We don't have a lot of money Stay But we safe. have a platform So yes. whatever you need Stay safe down there um, All right All right Send us an email Funemploymentradio at gmail.com Give us a call 503-575-9120 Thank you so much everyone For tuning in to Fun Employment Radio You are all Awesome Tomorrow, early show, correct? Uh, 11 a.m. Pacific 11 time We shall be live All right and, uh, yeah, and all that and everything that goes along with it. Okay, that was really good. Yeah. Okay, well, you go home now and get some rest mm-hmm. and feel better. I just got to clear my head a little bit. It's a little maybe, cloudy. Maybe you should take the rest of the Pacific rain. I think that's probably Yeah, you know, you that's do. probably a good idea, actually. Maybe that will work. All I right. think it might. <laughs> sure, it might. All right, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.